0: Hey everyone, Jessie Ledoux, Pageant Planet's Queen of Coaching. Steven, that lucky dog, is on vacation so I have enlisted the help of our Queen of Design, Sherry Shanley, to share with us the product of the week. Sherry, what do you have for us?
1: Well this week we're going to talk about ad pages and I love creating the ad pages for girls competing in pageants to really showcase their unique personalities.
0: So why would someone need an ad page?
1: Well, to showcase themselves in an upcoming pageant, you know, usually judges are flipping through the program books. Um, A lot of parents like to do good luck, cheering for their favorite contestant, and the girls really like to see themselves in the books, too.
0: So can you do them for various sizes? Do they get to pick colors? Like, how do you figure out the specs and determine the look and feel?
1: Absolutely. So usually pageants provide the specs that contestants need to um, create these pages in. And I can create ad pages in just about any spec given to me. So if they need it in a JPEG or a PDF, or if there's a certain bleed or trim size, um, you know, usually pageants are asking for full page ad. Sometimes girls need to purchase the ads and they might choose to do a half page ad. So really whatever it is and the pageant gives the contestant, we can create.
0: Do they get the opportunity to see drafts and make revisions?
1: Absolutely. So I always email a first draft to the contestant and have her review it, make sure that she looks over for spelling and everything. We do allow two full revisions, um, and that can be to the colors or the fonts or how her picture is placed, um, and really until she's happy. And we do have 100% guarantee. So if there's anything through the entire process that anybody's not happy with, we're glad to either refund or start over.
0: So, Sherry, what is the price for something like this, and how can they get in touch with us if they want to order?
1: You know, for a full-page ad, we're $40, and that is full-color, high-resolution in either JPEG or PDF, or $20 for a half-page ad. And these are really some of the greatest prices in the industry.
0: Yeah, that's, like, unbelievable. And where can they get a hold mm-hmm. of us? Um, just through pageant, the pageantplanet.com backslash
1: add and that's how you place an order
0: welcome to the pageant planet podcast where we help you succeed in pageantry now here's your host Stephen Roddy hey pageant planet this is Jesse LeDoux your queen of coaching Stephen is on a fabulous trip with his wife Renata so here I am and I have enlisted a very special guest to share with me so you hear me and Stephen all the time we're kind of like the front line of pageant planet but we have all sorts of fairy godmothers that make all the magic happen behind the scenes so I have enlisted my friend Shershan, Share Bear, our queen of design Sherry Shanley <laughs> so Sherry welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, Jay Doo. You're my favorite. Jesse Ledoux. I'm so excited to be here and talk about some fabulous mom tips today.
0: Yeah, so um, you, of course, are a pageant mom yourself. So why don't you share with those listening, help them get to know you a little bit? What is your pageant background and your pageant mom background?
1: Sure. So I have been involved in pageantry now. So, well, I'm about to age myself here, but about 23 years. um, Started as a competitor in local festival pageants here. Had a really cool opportunity twice, actually, to represent um, my hometown festival, which is the oldest winter festival uh, in the United States. I represented yeah, it's super cool. St. Paul Winter Carnival represented um, the festival internationally at different appearances and everything. Um, from there, kind of dabbled in Miss America and Miss USA systems and some other things. Um, from there, I got some experience directing, judging, seeing Um, doing a little choreography. And it's just really been a huge part of my life um, and my family's life. And so when my oldest, Alexis, was about eight eight years old, she started, you know, kind of seeing some of the the crowns and the sashes sitting around and showing some interest. So, and there went her career.
0: (laughs) So I'm sure you've been alongside every step of the way. So that's why we've kind of enlisted mm-hmm. you for today's topic. A lot of parents listen to our podcast and follow our pages. So we thought, why not get one of our very own pageant moms to introduce our topic for today? And that's the top seven lessons for every pageant parent to remember. So with that said, Share Bear, give us tip number one.
1: Tip number one. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned is just to have that written list written out, um, and and make it really pageant specific. I actually have um, a, a running Microsoft Word document that we resave for every pageant. Um, you know, to title it with where we're going, what outfits we need. Um, you know, what kind of outfit it needs to be, what jewelry, what undergarments, everything that goes along with a specific outfit has really helped, um, with that packing list. And I think that, you know, some of the key things that you need, but you don't know you need when you're a new pageant parent, um, have really resonated with me. And, um, I'd like to share some of those.
0: Yeah, by all means, let's hear it.
1: Okay. So, um... What I really love having in the hotel room is an over-the-door garment rack, and you can buy those at stores like Bed Bath & Beyond for maybe about $20, and that just gives, you know, some of these gowns, especially for the littler girls, are real poofy, Um, so you have an extra rack. You can um, usually hang it in the hotel room, either from like a window or a closet ledge, something that has a little crevice you can stick it. In. Mm-hmm. that really helps some other things that you don't think about that you need extension cords mm. for curling irons mm-hmm. straighteners um especially if you're going to be in a crowded dressing room you know duct tape has come in handy eight thousand <laughs> times for us <laughs> either for, you can do anything with duct tape you really can seriously like, like <laughs> yeah like the macgyver of pageants like you know either make a bra out of it or hem a dress with it I mean, it's, it's really come in handy, as well as, you know, Hollywood tape, obviously. I've hemmed a dress in a, in a pinch with Hollywood tape. Um, another tip that I love to share for packing, um, putting in the emergency kit, is always having a threaded uh, needle available. And you just get some clear thread at the fabric store so you can you can really, you know, sew up anything in a pinch, including, and this has happened, sewing a girl into her dress after a zipper has broken.
0: Oh my gosh. That has happened probably more times than I can count backstage. So you're so right. And you know, I never would have thought of clear pageant or clear thread. I never would have thought of that. So that was perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. So do you you ever like, so you mentioned the over the door garment rack, which I've never seen. So I can't wait to kind of look that up, but I know a lot of people will bring Mm -hmm. rolling garment racks if they're driving. Have you ever shipped anything, something larger to a pageant or have you just like gotten it when you're there?
1: Um, for some of the larger pageants that we've been to, we've actually run into companies that rent them out and that, and they'll say, you know, you can rent this for the two, like Saturday and Sunday for $50. So we've rented them before. Um, I've also in, in the car, I've traveled with them in a box before they, they box pretty well, just the ones that you assemble yourself from bed, bath and beyond. So we've done that. Um, In regards to shipping bigger items, yes, we have done that. I always call ahead to the hotel and just ask what their shipping policy is. Um, They usually charge a rate um, per pound or per day, and they'll tell you what that is, and then just when you check in, um, you grab it. And I I don't tend to ship um, dresses or attire ahead of time. I know some people do, but... um, I like to keep track of that kind of stuff. So I've shipped ahead like um, contestant gifts, snacks, swag bags, um, posters, things like that.
0: Excellent. So having a comprehensive packing list, thinking ahead as far as getting things there. I love number one. So that leads us into number two. Mm -hmm. What would you say is the number two tip?
1: Number two tip, um, having some kind of meal plan or meal prepping while you're at the pageant and i i know for me in particular and my kid is she lives off of her adrenaline during pageant week Mm -hmm. and obviously you've got to get food you know what i mean you've got it you've got to get food in them um so we'll do um i I do a lot of like gatorade type drinks um i know they're a, a little sugary but you know something to keep her hydrated and going um and some kind of um, caffeine she she likes tea so we'll do tea um for on-the-go snacks um we'll do grab and go fruits um dried fruits granola bars um we try to keep it as healthy as we can but let's let's be real during pageant week it is a lot of go 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 so you're gonna eat some junk food. It's just, it's kind of how it's been for us at least. So, um, you know, pop tarts, oatmeal, things like that. Um, we've brought for breakfast. Um, one time I even brought a, um, um, a kettle and we would boil hot water in the morning and make our oatmeal that way. So.
0: Sherry, how old is Alexis? Can you tell everyone how old she is?
1: She's 15 right now. And she started paying pageants when she was about eight years old.
0: Yeah, and when you're when you're getting into your teen years, that's kind of when you start transitioning to some to more healthy, conscious meal prep, especially if there's fitness involved. But for for parents who are mm-hmm. preparing for kids that are younger, it's more. I mean, I shouldn't say this because mm-hmm. I don't have children, but correct me if I'm wrong. It's more about, like you said, keeping their their levels where they need to be, making sure that they are eating because they get so excited and they get so busy. Is that the goal? Just to make sure that you have snacks and items prepared.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep, and it is is really kind of a grab-and-go scenario. Sometimes, um, you know, when she was little, it had to be goldfish or fruit snacks or fruit roll-ups or whatever it was. Um, You know, eat healthy as you prepare to leave for the pageant. You know, do your regular meals at home, healthy, balanced. And then, you know, for pageant weekend, I've kind of allowed that to be our cheat sometimes, Mm -hmm. if you will. Yep. Where it can be a little bit unhealthy because we're on the go now.
0: So, um, we've all seen the pixie stick trick on toddlers and tiaras. Safe to say you'd advise against that.
1: (laughs) I I do because (laughs) I I have seen the crash before and that's
0: not fun. (laughs) Yes. It's like four o'clock is melt meltdown time. Right. If, if you're going crazy with sugar.
1: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Disneyland definitely advise against it. Yep.
0: (laughs) All right. Great tip. I love the examples that you gave. Um, now on to something that I think is probably the most daunting for new pageant parents. Um, so what, what Mm -hmm. is number three?
1: Number three is paperwork and payments. Um, all of which are both of which I'm sorry, are very important. Um, as parents, you, you know, we are that first point of contact and first impression that the contestant is going to make on them. And obviously, you know, the directors aren't picking the winners, but, um, but you do, you directors want to know that if you're going to be a new title holder, that you're going to be accountable for deadlines, um, accountable for getting those fees in, if that director is going to take you to a national pageant, et cetera, and so forth. So it's really just being super organized when you go to get that paperwork in.
0: And in your experience, I think Alexis has competed in a couple of different pageants, right? Systems and things mm-hmm. like that. So how do you yeah. think, like, what's what's the typical? So how do most pageants operate when it comes to paperwork? Do they want it submitted in advance, day of? What do you see as the balance there?
1: I think that for us, it's been actually an equal balance of both. There's a certain set of paperwork that they usually want beforehand, and they'll usually indicate right at top, bring this to check in, or... Please submit electronically to the pageant by this date. And so really to keep on top of that, because it it does vary and it tends to be a lot. um, I just I go through everything. And before I get too excited and start filling anything out, I pluck out those dates and stick them, plug them into my Google calendar, make sure that I've set myself for a reminder just to make sure that I've done it Um, after I type everything. And I do I'll sidebar here for a second type everything, even if it says that, you know, handwritten is okay, because again, you don't know where these, um, these copies will be going, or if they'll be copied 15 times for 15 different judges, um, you know, keep it neat, keep it clean, type it out, print it off for yourself, stick it in a folder, even if you electronically submitted it, because as you go through that check-in line, um, you know, and this has happened to us before, you know, you get to that spot, to submit your talent paperwork and um, or you were supposed to have, you know, submitted it beforehand and they don't have it. And so then you have a a written copy and then you can just pass it right off.
0: Yeah, so you mentioned a a folder. I think that's a great idea. So a folder, a binder, any like those expanding portfolios are all Mm -hmm. great ways to keep all your paperwork organized. Um, But let's talk about payments, Mm -hmm. um, which I find to be really stressful for just about anyone, especially making sure you're on deadlines. So how are you working on your own payment programs Mm -hmm. within your own house? What's the timeline strategy? How do you record the the records, et cetera?
1: Kind of the same. Um, I use my Google Calendar to make sure that I have the final payment deadlines in. And I kind of time them out like maybe a week ahead of time. So if a due date is June 1st, I'll put, you know, in May 25th, like, hey, look out, a deadline is coming. Just to make sure that I've paid for that. Um, I also, I like to print, uh, I'm sorry, I like to pay for every single detail ahead of time. I do not want to be managing any money, any cash, any credit card payments as I'm going through the line. Um, It's just easier that way. Um, I think it's less stressful on the directors. It's less stressful on the parents and the kids as you're, you're trying to just get through that very long registration line.
0: Right. And um with kids, um, they're always wild cards, right? You can never predict their behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh so tell us about yeah. what tip number four is and how that comes into play.
1: Tip number four, uh, etiquette. And that it and etiquette is kind of like this big broad category because there's etiquette, you know, when you deal with certain groups of people within pageantry. Uh, Um, So you have, you know, etiquette with your directors, etiquette with other parents, etiquette with other people's kids, like slash the other contestants, and then etiquette and demeanor for yourself as a parent and your child and any other children or family members that you have coming along with you. And so let's talk about that last point about yourself, your competitor and family coming with I think it's important to remember that, you know, as as other people are kind of, you know, making this outward perception. And, and we all do that. We make, you know, perceptions of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, also known that, as judgments. That, yep, yep, exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> we you know, we make these judgments. And just always being on our A-game. I think that's mm-hmm. a- always important, you know, um, that everybody in the group is a team, that your competitor is here, but you're a team. You're there together as a family. That means just everybody is always, you know, neat, clean, tidy. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've seen at pageants just, you know, ripped jeans and holy shirts. And I'm like, oh, goodness, gosh, please, you know. <laughs> just, you know, it's just being accountable for, for your own actions. Um, I know that one time when Alexis did a big national in Orlando, we did bring the whole family, and that is probably, honestly, the only time we will ever bring all of us again because, um, mm-hmm. you know, two toddlers, Alexis, my husband, five of us ended up being, I think, 15 checked bags. It was unreal, and trying to manage and fly with, you know, those two was pretty intense, and then just having two little kids, I think, kind of stressed out Alexis, and, and this was her big national competition you know so I think that if you are going to bring your entire family have the reinforcement I mean my husband was there he he did a really great job of occupying the little kids but you know there's going to be those variable times where you're all shoved in a hotel room for a week and it gets to be pretty stressful so um, that was one of our real valuable lessons and takeaways you know if she's ever doing a real big one again it's just going to be me and her
0: I I love that. And that's so important too, because especially for young, young kids, they're, they're looking at these experiences, like they're, they're molding who they're going to be. So being able to give them the proper etiquette or training, um, I think it's a big deal. I think you just wrote an article about this, right?
1: I sure did. That, um, launched on Saturday in our, um, in our new course series, all about, uh, etiquette and pageantry. And that one's titled pageant etiquette guidelines for, um, Every pageant parent should follow. Sorry, kind of a tongue twister there. But um, yeah, I I talk more in depth just kind of about etiquette within the different groups um, of pageantry, you know, with your director, with other kids, with other parents, with yourselves, and just the different things that you should be um, cognizant of.
0: So what we'll do for those listening, we will put the link to that article on the page that we always put all of our goodies on, pageantplanet.com backslash podcast, and that way you can kind of read into that further. Um, is there like one particular moment in pageants that you see when a lot of, um, people are lacking etiquette? Like for example, for me, one of the pieces of etiquette I wish was more widely known is on an airplane. The person in the middle seat gets both of the inside armrests because they're already squished <laughs> to begin with. Cause yes. I always get the middle seat and I want my armrests, darn it. So I wish yes. people knew that. So is there like an equivalent in pageant world as a parent?
1: My equivalent, I think, in pageant world is when I'm a parent in the audience and I'm watching other people's kids. I think that that is one of the most important things to to keep in your mind that there's other people behind you. There's people to the side of you. Mm. Voices carry when you're in a ballroom. Um I think it's important that, you know, you're not you're not talking about other people's kids. You're not, you know, using hand gestures or pointing or anything, because even if you're you're making a totally innocent comment and you just point on stage and you say she's adorable, you know, it, it's always open to interpretation. You know, our body language is open to interpretation of everybody around us. So I think one particular story that resonates with me Uh, is one pageant that we were at lately there was there was a young lady on stage and i was in the second row there was a group of moms in the very first row um and you know we're all watching having a great time and this girl you know she kind of made an embarrassing mistake i don't know that she realized that she did it but these moms in the first row you know started laughing pointing and they kind of made the same gesture that she did you know And that, you know, that that resonated with me because what if that girl's parents were right next to me or right behind me? They definitely saw that and maybe heard that. And so I think it's really important, you know, as parents and anybody watching the pageant that when you're in the audience, you keep your mouth shut and your hands to yourself because then there's nothing that anybody can interpret or misread
0: that is such good advice, Sherry. I mean, that's something that, that my parents instilled in me from an early age. You never know who's related to who or who you're around. Mm-hmm. And and I love that you said, like, it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. And I am such like I'm such a guilty party. I went to a pageant last night and a woman walked out and stage and mm-hmm. I was obsessed with her gown. And I like I like smacked Kevin on Kevin was with me yesterday and I smacked him on the leg. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, it's amazing. But <laughs> if, like, because I, I'm Italian and I can't hide my emotions, so I'm not great at that. But um, so, but right. anyone around me could have th- gone either way, right? They could have assumed that I thought it was terrible or whatever. So, just a, it's a great mm-hmm. rule of thumb to your point to just like, you know what, save it, write it down, talk about it after the fact in your room, in the privacy of your space. Or, um, you know, you just don't want to be the source of any co- controversy because there's plenty of that in the industry. We don't need any more of it.
1: Exactly. Even, you know, after the girls come off stage, too, I think that's an important point. Mm. You're still all in the ballroom, you know, um, your daughter might have some certain feelings about how she performed or how someone else performed. Smile, you know, just smile and nod, you know, make your, you know, hi, how are you and everything. And just, you know, I've, I've always cued her to that, though. Alexis, remember, after this optional We'll go back to the hotel room, we'll change anything that you, any kind of feedback that you'd like to give me, you know, make sure that you save it until we get there. And she always does. And, and it's been good.
0: Well, I, I don't want to steal your thunder, so I'm hoping that you don't have this plan for any of your other tips, but you just made another great point. And when we were together at National American Miss this past year, I'm sure you remember hearing them announce that your, your children will take cues from you. And Mm -hmm. if the result isn't what you want and you're really ticked off and you're huffing and puffing and you're saying that it was not fair or it was favoritism, your child is going to absorb that and that's how they're going to handle defeat moving Mm -hmm. forward. You are the example Mm -hmm. setter. And again, it's so easy for me to say because I don't have children yet. So those Mm -hmm. listening, if you're like, if you're yelling at me on the podcast, I apologize. I don't mean to make judgment at all. But I will say, like, and we—I feed off my girlfriend's anything we're doing, so it's just like, like you said, teach them Mm -hmm. that there is a time and a place for that type of reaction or behavior, and like, keep on on cue. I I like that you said, like, okay, no matter what happens, this is our plan. So I love that you're getting ahead of it.
1: Exactly. You just got to stick to the plan. Mm -hmm. You just and, and and you know because they are kids, even when she's 15, you know they still need some of those reminders and nudges. Hey. Remember, save it for the hotel room. You know, we'll talk about it later. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, make a mental note and we will cover it.
0: And I'm sure for you, you probably see several of the same contestants and their parents at at different pageants and different pageant systems. I think the industry, I mean, there's there's a million opportunities to compete, but the industry is still rather small. And Mm -hmm. odds are you'll probably have to face these people again somewhere down the line. So you always want to be that person that people look forward to seeing. You don't need to be best friends with everyone, but you always want to mm-hmm. be pleasant.
1: Yep, exactly. And and it's about you know taking the high road sometimes and taking that harder right rather than the the easier wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, just always setting that example, making the right decisions, and and showing her you know the the true sportsmanship factor in pageantry. I mean you know, when you think about it, when you come down to it, 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 it is kind of like a sport, you know, there's, um, you know, I kind of view like the different families, you know, we're teams or the different states, we're all teams and, you know, we're judged and critiqued and it, it
0: is a competition. So there is that
1: sportsmanship factor. You
0: know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. And we're always arguing that pageantry is very much a sport and mm-hmm. it's, I love that you use the word sportsmanship. Very, very, yes. very succinct. Okay. Yes. Moving on. We got a little tangenty there, but I think it was a valuable tangent. <laughs> um, okay. So what's number five?
1: Number five. It is about her, not you. Okay, no, so. you're
0: lying. You're <laughs> I
1: lying. am so lying. No, Jesse, it's all about me all the time. Come on. Um, <laughs> no, it, it it is. And when she first started competing, you know, um, yeah, you kind of want to relive those glory days. And, Um, Well, I did it this way, you know, when I was a contestant, but you know what, by, by the time she was that age and Jesse, when, when you end up having kids and if she is a girl and she competes, you know, our, our methods and what we did are probably going to be outdated, you know? Um, And so really it, it did have to be about her. And there was maybe a year or two where I feel like maybe I controlled it a little bit too much. Um, But as a preteen, I started to just, I kind of let go and I stepped back and I allowed her to ask me questions and, you know, mom, what do you think about this outfit? Or, you know, and then I would present like two or three outfit choices and then she would make the choice, but she still felt in control of the choice. Like she picked it herself. And when I kind of stepped back and let those reins go a little bit, She just she she nailed it. She just she nailed the pageant. She was in she she won. I think it was four or five optionals, and I think there was like six. She she swept that, and she took a state title. And and it was really just seeing Alexis. I just go up there and have fun. Just be yourself in the interview. Just be who you are to a T and just open up and have fun with those judges and laugh. And if you don't win, it's not a big deal. And no, you know, I'm not judging. Nobody is judging. Just go in, have fun, make friends. That's what she did. And every single time we've gone into it with that attitude, she's come out on top. So it's been pretty cool. You know,
0: I, I, Ugh, I see it more times than I care to admit and I I got my start um, in a more like semi-glitz pageant system and I constantly remember parents behind the judges kind of instructing the kids of where to go who to look at and you just got a vibe that certain parents were more into it than the child actually was or they're mm-hmm. they were critiquing them harshly and I mean we're talking little nuggety kids like little babes and like they're just heartbroken yeah. because they're there to have a great time and and there's definitely that balance of you wanting your child to do their best, and you encouraging your child to have a great time and still be age appropriate, because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. what is this given? What is this experience supposed to be for? Right. Um, right. So, so, with that said, I mean, how how can so was so if you're so you were a pageant contestant first, and then you had a daughter mm-hmm. who wanted to be in pageant. So, how did you kind of take? Yep. And how would you, I guess, suggest to other parents who might be in the same position, how would you suggest you kind of take your emotion out of it and remember that this is all about them?
1: Uh, Again, just remembering that it's their unique experience. Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to, you know, step back and put yourself in their shoes. And remember that, you know, just because my talent was dance, you know, doesn't mean that her talent has to be dance. Mm -hmm. And that was was probably the, the first mistake is that, um, my kid wasn't a dancer and I, the first pageant, we tried to make her a dancer and it just, it, it failed miserably, but you know, you know what, I, learning from that experience, that's okay. So, you know, we really, we took her unique individual talent for, for next time. And that was gymnastics. And we weren't quite sure how to get that onto on, a pageant stage, but through some creativity, um, and some safety precautions and measures, we were able to do a really cool, um, kind of, of acrobatic dance gymnastics routine, and, and she won talent that year. So, Aww. again, really taking yourself your – yeah, she was super excited. Um, taking yourself out of that equation and, and putting her first in line.
0: Um, this is a perfect time, I think, to plug our Mrs. and Ms. pageant directory. So if you are listening and you feel like you might be guilty of being maybe more invested than your child in their pageant and you want to give it a try or you want to get back into the saddle – we have a full listing of pageant opportunities for you to either compete in, in parallel with your children or you want to kind of focus on you for a little while. So check out that directory. If the, if the bug is biting you and you feel like you might be projecting on your child, take some time for you. There's no shame in your game. Do it for you, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I did... Um well, we've talked about this. I, I did a Mrs. Pageant a few years ago uh, in the international system, kind of following in J. Du's footsteps. Um, and I, I had a great time. And it also, it, it grounded me back to a place that I needed to be. I, I hadn't competed in, in what, like maybe 10 or 15 years but I was able to feel those feelings that my kid was feeling up on stage, getting ready for interview, just kind of the stress of competing. And it, it just, it brought me back to reality. Like, oh yeah, this is what she feels like, you know, once or twice a year when we're going to these pageants. And so um, I just felt like I was better able to kind of connect with her and kind of coach her through some of those more difficult things, having had that newer experience, you know, alongside me.
0: Definitely. Um, That brings us to actually a perfect segue to the next point. So we are on number six, I think. So what's number six?
1: Number six is to just remember to have fun and to use these pageants as a bonding experience. And so, um, you know, despite all the stress that comes up, um, you want to have fun with your kid. Because, again, like you said earlier, these are the the learning experiences that she's going to take through for the rest of her life um and these are the memories that she's going to create you know when she is 30 years old and talking with her husband she's not going to remember small little details you know like going out to eat at ihop or whatever or maybe she will but what she's going to remember are those vacations and those trips and these big major things you know um so hopefully we're creating um lifetime memories that that she can take with and, and share with her kids and i think that Part of that is just, you know, during the week or weekend, you you just need to pause. You just need to breathe and not sweat the small stuff because, like that one book says, it is all small stuff, you know, when it it comes down to it. So just, you know, not stressing about that kind of stuff and really enjoying each other's time.
0: Yeah, my mom is so not a pageant mom and I we did pageants because I liked it and she kind of just let me do my thing, which is why my hair and makeup was a nightmare for several years until I really got, <laughs> got, got it together. But one thing we always did every pageant weekend, um, I competed in a state pageant, just one a year from like... Age 13 to 18. And every year we would go to a, a town called Syracuse, about two hours away. We'd stay in a hotel and we would go to the same sushi place every mm-hmm. year the night before the pageant. Like that was our thing and we looked forward to it. It was oh, our time to unplug the stress. And then the best part is when I was competing at MAO at age 24, she came to watch and the night before we went and got sushi. So it's just like our thing to look forward to together as it related mm-hmm. to the pageant experience. So do you and Alexis have like a mm-hmm. d- tradition like that or something comparable?
1: I think really now the tradition has been just going to the actual pageants, me and her. Like I said, for that one big national that we went to in Orlando, and we kind of learned the hard way, like, oh gosh, you know, these big ones, it it might be better suited than for for just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, now it's always been the two of us, unless we've been going to kind of a smaller state-run pageant. Um, And, you know, and and that has been the experience together, because usually at at the big pageants You know, maybe you're going to Disneyland or you're going to a theme park with the other contestants. So it's, um, you know, me and her being able to enjoy that particular experience
0: together. Mm -hmm. Um, And last but not least, tell us what number seven is.
1: Number seven, learning opportunities. Okay, so. So really there are these huge learning opportunities and lessons like, like we talked about a little bit earlier um, in the in the podcast here um, and they're never really about you're not really learning about pageantry when you're competing in pageants I think mm-hmm. you're learning about yourself yeah you know you're learning about what you're passionate about you know wh- through your pets. F- platform or volunteering. Um, you're learning these interview skills, how to best present yourself, how to interact with other people. Um, you're learning how to basically walk the walk and talk the talk of, of your adult life, even, even at this young age. So, um, I think just bringing those lessons, um, into the rest of your life are just super important.
0: And like, how have you seen, so Lex is obviously being 13 years old. She's a teenager, right? And a lot of teenagers, yeah. <laughs> teenagers today are like deep, like nose deep in their phones. How are you seeing mm-hmm. Alexis thriving in real life situations or in school situations because of pageantry?
1: Actually, she is, she's two years old. She's 15 now.
0: 15. I'm sorry.
1: We, no, no, that's okay. She had her very first job interview recently and you know real life job interview with a manager at a local pet store and it went amazing so she, she had the interview it went really well she said that she said you know it was it was harder than a pageant interview but she's like I was so much more relaxed you know just because you're taking out that judging kind of element well you know obviously they they kind of are, are judging you you know if you're going to be an employee but you know she just felt like less stressed for it um They gave her a set of paperwork that she needed to come home and fill out. She did that. She gave it to my husband to go drop off. And when he dropped it off, the manager pulled him aside and and she said, you know, I can't tell you. Just how impressed we were with Alexis's interview. Her she brought a resume, she printed out references, she had her availability written down. She was articulate and on the ball and, and Andy was like, Oh yeah, I, I taught her well.
0: Oh gosh. Like, but did that give you like all the warm and fuzzies? Like, do you hear that though? How awesome.
1: Yes. Yeah, it, it did give us the warm and fuzzies. And you know, and in the end, she actually she did not get the job right now because she's 15 um um, I think they prefer 16 year olds so they said you know over the summer um we're going to give you a call and the very first opening is going to go to you and they even emailed her um and said you know Alexis your interview was absolutely amazing we are so impressed with you so that was one of those moments where I'm like see see you would have never maybe had these
0: skills if you hadn't
1: if you hadn't gone into pageantry those some years ago, you know? And she was like, yep, yep, you're right, you're right.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And, you know, okay, I guess this is maybe a fake number eight because we only had seven planned, but I just thought of, a, I think, what is a a great question. At what point did you start transitioning? So we talk a lot about the responsibilities that a pageant parent has. Being that Alexis is growing Mm -hmm. up, she's becoming a teenager, like you said, or she's growing into being a teenager, she's 15. Mm -hmm. Have you started to shift responsibilities yep. where she has more? And if so, like what was the right time, and how did you know which things to to give her?
1: Absolutely. Um, we actually just transitioned um, for the very last pageant she did um, about a month ago. Now it was, and I really just I printed off that packing list. And at 15 years old, you should you should pretty much know what you need, what you don't need. Um, what to consolidate, you know, um, and I had her just go down the list. She, We had already pre-planned her outfits, you know, had the alterations done. They weren't hanging. Um, and I gave her the big box of jewelry, and I said, pick your jewelry. Make sure you have the right bras and shoes and everything that you need. Lay it all out. We'll go through the list together. So that's what she did um, and just, you know, packed her regular everyday stuff. And really, I gave that response. To her, and I, I feel like right now was right about that right time. Um, I think she felt more prepared and organized as we went into pageant weekend, just because she had packed all of it. If she knew what she had, she knew where it was. It wasn't me just you know throwing things in a suitcase and hoping it all came together. It was it was her that took the responsibility for those things.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna, I'm going to summarize it in one core theme, and let me know what you think about this. Sure. Okay. So I think the moral of the story of what I heard from you, Sherry, today, which I thought was some amazing and valuable information for anyone listening, whether you're a pageant contestant or a pageant parent, was that it's not about doing this for your child in the sense of like, it's about doing it with them instead of doing it for them. Am I right Mm -hmm. there? Like it should be a joint experience.
1: Exactly. I think if you approach it with a team um, a team mindset, you get farther and, and you make more, um, you make more success during pageant week. Definitely.
0: Well, Sherry, thank you so much.
1: Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview, become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus ask as many questions as you'd like for For only only $47.